Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of February 26th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, FilterCord. Hey, what's up, guys? Not much, man. What has been going on with you this past week? Um, I've been uh, I've been getting some chances to dig into some games. Um, I uh, actually managed to get a good deal on a PSVR kit, so yeah, I got all that. Yeah. I haven't played it yet, but I have access to it, I guess. Um, sure. So that'll be getting set up at some point in the near future here. Um, nice. But yeah, other than that, um, I got... Uh, actually, a while ago, a friend of mine convinced me to uh, grab the Slay the Spire uh, PC game, uh, Early Access. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of... Uh, like, I bought that, and then I didn't play it for a while. I just like had it sitting there, and it was like, well, I don't know when I'm going to want to get into this. Uh, it's basically like a... Um, I don't know, it's like a kind of like a gauntlet, like challenge uh, RPG brawler game that's based on like card-based combat. Okay. So you start out with like a default deck and then as you go through each like enemy group, uh, each like combat that you beat, you get a new card. And sometimes you'll get relics that give like passive bonuses. And then sometimes you'll be able to buy new cards and items. You can upgrade cards, and you heal at campfires, and there's shopkeepers. Uh, it's really cool. It's a really fun game. Yeah, it looks like it has, like, um, <laughs> like it's a card-based, like, mm. RPG, like a 2D, like, RPG. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite, like, a deck builder because you don't really get to, like, customize a deck ahead of time. But mm-hmm. it's definitely got that that similar type of feeling. Um, so it means you just have like a plethora of cards, and then whatever comes up comes I mean, you up. Start or out you with actually like, you start out with act- like eight or ten. Okay, and, and when you use them, you one. can keep using you can keep using them. They don't like disappear yeah. or anything. There's a few okay. that end after uh, like you can only use it once per combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but typically, they get like sent to the discard pile, and then they get recycled when you run out. So. Okay. Um, it's really fun. Nice. Yeah. It's uh it's kind of like a good time waster. Um Yeah. And it's the type of thing kind of like with like Hearthstone where you'll like miss a really good combo you could have done in a turn and you're like, "Oh shit." Yeah. So, it's it's definitely fun. I have been enjoying that a lot. Um sure. Yeah, other than that, I've been playing of course uh, a little bit more uh Civilization 6 and I've been continuing to play uh Kingdom Come Deliverance. Still enjoying that, that a lot. I haven't gotten as much time to put into that one. Um, so I'm still in relatively early on. I also mm-hmm. like robbed this dude and he caught me robbing him, so I had to fist fight him his ass out. And did, uh, and, and did you take him down? I took him down. I mean Hell yeah. Fist fighting like it, it's pretty tough. I, I haven't been in a, a fist fight where I've been in trouble at all yet. Mm-hmm. It just takes forever. And then uh But yeah, anyway, so I robbed this dude and uh Apparently, like, he, he uh, woke up, like, <laughs> almost immediately upon me knocking him out, and apparently just went and told the guards, because now every time I go into this certain area, there's this, like, it's the main area of, like, where the bulk of the game takes place. There's this, so, like, this icon on the top that's like, you're a home thief. So, uh, well, what'd you do? Take the shoes? <laughs> yeah, I stole his shoes. <laughs> Did, like, so... Like, how did that come about? Did you, like, kind of instigate it? Oh, absolutely. Or... Well, like... Oh, okay. Uh, like, I'm kind of curious on how that works. Like, if he brought it up and he's like, well, I'm going to beat your ass. And then you're just like, yeah, okay, I was well, in that's going to uh, happen. So I went in his house at night while he was sleeping. That'll do it. And I closed his bedroom door while he was sleeping in there. So I there was two chests in his house, and I was hoping that what I needed was in the chest in the living room. 
I was very sadly mistaken. So I closed the door, and he, like, kind of, like, that made enough noise that it put him on, like, close to waking up. So then I robbed the first trunk that didn't have what I needed. So I go, I sneak into his bedroom, open the door again, so he's, like, right on the edge of waking up. I'm, like, picking the lock, and the lock picking is pretty difficult in this game. And, uh... I've seen it, I think, in one instance. It looked pretty rough. Right as I'm about to jimmy this boy open, I'm like an, I'm like a centaur dick hair away from getting this thing. And, Centaurs uh, do have long dick hairs, though. Very so. long, that's true. So, uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, I didn't think of that. Uh, fair point. <laughs> two inches, I mean. <laughs> so, I was about two inches away from getting it, and I just, mm-hmm. like, fumble it, and it's my last lockpick, so it breaks loudly. And this dude wakes up. And I like and you fall back around. and shit yourself. Yeah, I turn around to look, and he's like getting up, and he goes, "What are you doing in here?" And, it, and all of a sudden, on the screen, it flashes up, and it says, "You are trespassing." So I like back out and close his bedroom door, and then I close his house door, <laughs> and I think I'm good. So I go and like hide in the woods right next to his house, and it's like totally silent for like two minutes. And all of a sudden, this dog barks twice. I turn around, and his Rottweilers are right there. And then I oh, turn around shit. the other way, and this dude goes. I'll give you a hiding. And he starts whipping my ass. <laughs> beating that ass. <laughs> it, was, it was grisly. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, I got. I, I eventually had to take him out in front of his own dog. And uh, that was pretty grim. So I just go to his house and I, I took the key off his body. I should have just pickpocketed him and took the key to start with. But if you mess up a pickpocketing, they definitely know you did it. So I was hoping right. I was going to get away quietly, but didn't work out and now as soon as i go back to the town i'm gonna get my main weapon taken because it was stolen <laughs> and they can just detect anything you have on you that's stolen so i'm, I'm uh i haven't played since then but it's like every time you play this game you're gonna get a really good like uh on the video they were just showing a thing where like this guy's too tall and he got stuck on a staircase <laughs> just because of the positioning he had so so like, can, can you every time you your play height? something funny is gonna happen <laughs> like, can you control your height, like, b- like before you start the game? Uh, oh, no, like no, no. You're playing a like... predetermined character. I, I, that's what I thought, but I thought it might I have been that thing. think he had a tall thing, helmet like... on. Yeah, I, I thought it might have been one of those things, like, um, you know, the old Commander Shepard thing. Like, I'm Commander Shepard, but what does uh, that no, mean? Yeah, am I it, taller or no, shorter? Uh, there's no character creation at all. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, this game looks so good. Honestly, this is... Um, I think between this and Far Cry 5, yeah. it's definitely got that, like, my radar. it's got the Skyrim style of, like, you never really know what's going to happen in a play session. You can have right. some wild shit go down. Um, Just poke that good. guy in his, like, eye socket, like, through his metal helmet. He's like, burp, burp. burp. God damn. Yeah, the combat's really satisfying. <clears throat> how's the, uh, like, how's the targeting? Uh, it's, it's just a basic, like, lock. Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I know you lock on, but, like, let's say I take that sword and I put it in, like, it looked like it hit him in the eye. Yeah, that you was know, like a, in, uh, in the face area. That center button. So, basically, like, on, uh, like, PlayStation, you're going to be hitting R2 to do the swings. Those pokes mm-hmm. he's doing is with R1, and you can't really super well angle those. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of influence them to go high or low, but it uh, doesn't have as much of an impact as, like, the normal attacks. Okay. It just looked like, you know, that would have been pretty devastating if it, like, <clears throat> if it had that, that realistic hit. Like, okay, you hit him in the eye or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how the damage exactly goes, but I do know that you, uh, you know, it's pretty rough um, combat. It's pretty hard to, you know, it's pretty hard to get 
those hits in, and when you do, they really count. So I oh, just yeah, sure. kind of questioned it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that. Uh, it looked like IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty great score. That's awesome. Good. Cool. For me, I've been... Uh, I finished up Monster Hunter World. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, that game went on a lot longer than I thought it would. Um, but it took me longer because I was waiting for... Um, Kesaria and Pasty Pasta Man. You know, we started the game together. I was like, we might as well finish it together. I probably could have completed it um, like a week and a half earlier, mm-hmm. but I spent a lot of time waiting on them. So, you know, I was doing like side stuff and building, um, you know, building equipment and stuff. Just stuff that I really didn't necessarily need to do. I was well prepared for the final fight. Mm-hmm. Um,. But, yeah, I mean, the Indian was great. It was um, the final, you know, the, the whole big final fight was huge. That was cool. Um, and now it's kind of like they open it up. The game just kind of, like, opens up, like, okay, you had a hunter rank of, you know, this number. And now you can continue to grow your hunter rank depending on what all you complete. Uh, mm-hmm. I think all the way up to 100. Okay. So there's still a lot to do after. Uh, I think after you're in like the 20s, after you beat the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's um, yeah, it was fun. It was a it was a cool game. There's still a lot for me to do. I'm still just kind of like grinding out, getting different weapons. Um, they just released that if you had a uh, was it Street Fighter Five on your console, oh, yeah. you could complete a, a quest and you can unlock Ryu and Sakura, a Ryu mm-hmm. and Sakura. Um, not something that I would warrant buying the game for, but yeah, you know. if you already have it, and then there's and, and they have plans on doing more. They have plans on getting more uh, monsters in the game and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's uh, it, it's a good time. I really recommend it. It's one of the um, man, it's it's one. Of, I haven't played a game that has been this fun in a in a while. Mm-hmm. I think the last time it was kind of like early last year that I played something that was just so, um, like it just enthralled me so much. Yeah. And I was it like it genuinely just fully happy with it. Um, so recommended. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's other a, than it's that, been a good, uh, you know, yeah. despite us not having a ton of game releases the last couple of weeks, it's been a really good season for games already. Just with you know the couple that we've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. For, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, aside from Monster Hunter, uh, playing Stardew Valley, of course, mm-hmm. still just playing mm-hmm. Stardew Valley every now and again. Um, and I plan on picking up something like if I don't end up getting like something like Kingdom Come or whatever, um, I think I'm just going to start knocking out some of the stuff in my backlog. I know I have Watch Dogs 2 mm-hmm. uh, and Mass Effect Andromeda just sitting here waiting that I have yet to yeah. play since I purchased. Um, I played Watch Dogs 2 a healthy amount. Um, it's a fantastic game, and I'm just a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, I haven't yeah, I was, played uh, been Andromeda been thinking, at all. Uh, I've been thinking of getting back into Andromeda too. It's about the year anniversary almost. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Andromeda is like definitely uh, you know it's a different game than what it was when it first released. It's been a lot of patching. Um, right. And I also got the Mass Effect Andromeda books that came out, so that's been on my mind. Oh, it looks like Grim correct me. He said the. <laughs> There's a trophy for getting 100 levels, but it goes to, like, 200. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that in Monster Hunter. Okay. So that's pretty high hunter rank. I'm sitting at, like, 50-something now. Mm-hmm. 
So there's still quite a ways to go. But yeah, that doesn't change the fact that I like I'm gonna want something more story based, something that I can continue to play through rather than you know just grinding. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'll be done playing Monster Hunter by any means, but yeah, yeah, for Probably, sure. You think you're done with like really dedicating a lot of time to it, and it's just gonna become like something to have fun with? Yeah, it'll be something that I'll be like, oh, you know, I want to jump on and you know hang out with Pacey Pasta Man and Kesaria or Grim and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. our friend Matt, you know, stuff like that, you know, we've been playing. Haven't had a lot of time to uh, jump on as early since we have, you know, uh, Grim being in the UK, us being five hours behind that, um, means have to get on rather early, and I haven't had a lot of time to dedicate to that. So, okay. <clears throat> you know, that's one of those things. But, yeah, that's, I, I, I think I'll still be playing it just, quite as much okay cool um before we jump into the good old games uh games releasing if you guys get the chance head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc check all the top news and video game stuff everything that you hear on this podcast you can see there first you can chat with us about it um yeah pretty good stuff over there so thank all you uh, thanks all you guys for all the likes uh, comments and shares especially we've got quite a few likes this week which has been kind of cool yeah. um so we appreciate that as well follow us on twitter so you know when we go live and do stuff just like this um we also throw up all of the when the podcast goes live on itunes google play podbean.com which is every monday uh good reminder if you want to listen to that as well when we do live streams and stuff like that so um actually before we jump into the games releasing uh, Games with Gold is up. Correct. Yeah, Microsoft's always uh, seems to, like ahead. to get the jump to uh, reveal what they're doing. Um, yeah, this for month's sure. not bad. It's it's got one and a half good games. <laughs> one and a half. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, the really the flagship here uh, from March sixteenth to April fifteenth, uh, Super Hot is free on Xbox One. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that um, one looked really good. If you haven't seen Super Hot, let me grab like a of a video. It only moves while you move. Uh, first-person shooter. Uh, it's like tactical, a little bit simulated-y. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, and there, we'll we'll get a video of that playing while we talk about the other stuff. Uh, yeah. March the whole month for Xbox One. Uh, March first to the thirty-first. Uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon. So that's pretty good. Uh, you know the Blood Dragon like extreme '90s vibe with uh, you know in Trials, which is pretty cool. I've been thinking about getting picking up another Trials game, so it's kind of funny that that dropped like it did and then uh the 360 games that will work on xbox one of course uh grim you'll be excited to hear march 1st to the 15th disney pixar's brave the game uh no idea why i don't know what got them to yeah that's kind of weird yeah it's kind of like chugging i don't know why yeah but i mean Uh, the game is i mean when 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 it starts moving you know it's they move when you move right and it, so time it, does go just very slowly while you're sitting still, but you can still see him slowly moving. Yeah, like yeah. just barely. You can he just chucked the gun. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah. then picked up his gun. Yep. Oh, so rad. Yeah, this very game looks good. cool. I mean, it's so simplistic. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. And for it being free, that's yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome. 
dick shot. Yeah, it no. looks really good. That was, that was nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Disney's Brave Game, March 1st to 15th, and uh, Quantum Conundrum from the 16th to the 31st. Uh, that was kind of like a kind of like a Portal clone uh, right. puzzle game. So uh, all in all, not bad. It's got a lot for, you know, different stuff for different people. So I'm definitely excited to get Super Hot. I think I have it on PC as well. I got it for free from something. So uh, Super Hot is very good. Maybe I'll have yeah. to get it on uh, PSVR. I mean, I mean, all, all in all, Trials Blood Dragon, that's mm. okay. Quantum yeah. Conundrum, that's okay. Brave, that sucks. Uh, Super Hot, Why that's cool as shit. Like, um, even kids so, wouldn't want to play the Brave game, to be honest. Yeah, it's a really medi- It's it's a really just above mediocre month. Well, that's pretty I good feel for like, Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. <clears throat> Cool. We'll go ahead and jump into the good old games releasing. Um, we do not have a lot, so um, do you want to take one and me take the other, or would sure. you, do you prefer the first or the second? <laughs> I'll take the first. Um, okay. Yeah, so on February 27th, first we have from the God-powered THQ Nordic, uh, yeah, D Blob exactly. 2 Remastered. Uh, this could be under who the fuck asked for it. This could be. Um, Very much for so. Xbox One, apparently there's going to be a PC version. Why? Why? Why spend this much and money on something? And why would it not come that... out at the same time? Yeah, like, I mean, if there is just... any desire for D Blob Two content at this point, it cannot possibly last another day. You know, like it's one of those things, like listening to you know the audience or whatever. And I guarantee they didn't hear a single person in that audience go, mm. "You know what sounds really good?" Nobody said the Blob Two. Right. Like, I get the idea of the game, because the idea is based on a Tony Hawk Pro Skater, what, 2 mechanic? Mm-hmm. Where you just paint, you know, you touch the areas and, you, and and it paints them, and then that belongs to, you know, your character. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it, well, it's that, I mean... It, uh, it's a you weak know. concept. Like, they took it a little further, but... Yeah. It's really not enough. Like, Flower did this uh, from right. that game company. Um, I mean, if you go a little further back than that, uh, like Super Mario Sunshine did the opposite. Yeah. Um, it's very, it's like, I can't imagine anybody was waiting for this to come out. Like you might pick it up because it's available, but this wasn't what you were waiting for. You know what I mean? So THQ Nordic, did they have this the whole time? Uh, yeah, it was THQ. Uh, Yeah, it was THQ, but but they they bought it from THQ. So, okay. I didn't know if they bought it from THQ. They didn't get it. Or they um, just got it from the okay. No, no, they've they've had it when they bought like the THQ. Like nobody wants these. Right, right. So, yeah, this was this was one of those ones that it would have been okay to not. Yeah, you to just let, this let it go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you had in you know ten years a, a really good idea that expanded on it somehow, but I don't know how. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Weird, but cool. That is. Um, yeah, why not, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. The Blob Maybe 2 remastered for PS4, Xbox One, and then later coming to PC as February 27th. Also, yeah, also on the 27th, uh, Payday 2 is coming to Switch from those guys over at Starbreeze. Um, I mean, everybody knows, should know what Payday is at this yeah. point. Um, it was basically, what, Payday 1 was basically a cult hit on the PlayStation 3. Hmm. Um, and then Payday 2 came out and really it, it kind of it really continued that um, fantastic uh, robbing game 
you're not just bank robbers. You also you also rob other people. Um, so you set up, you get a job overview. Um, there's the risk level, how many days it'll take, um, what your estimate to make is if you get everything out. Um, and you can play with up to four players. On the Switch, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work. I do know it is um, kind of dumbed down. Mm-hmm. Like, I heard some pretty poor performance issues and stuff like that, but... Um, I mean, I don't think it would be enough to make you go, oh, good God, that's garbage. Like, that's not playable. Because it's definitely right. playable. So, yeah. Um, and and it's a good game, but I just... The Switch isn't something for me to, like, play multiplayer games on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, if you feel the same way. I mean, there's a few games that I've played some multiplayer stuff on. But yeah. mostly, I'm like, this is a local gaming console for me. Right. Yeah, I've heard a lot of, like... Uh, people like talking about with this release on the switch in particular like i don't really know how payday 2 is going to work on the switch just because like it's so much of it is like perfect coordination yeah and there Uh, can be no time between you saying something and someone getting that response you know getting there in response yeah depending on like what your strategy is and like what you're doing you're gonna need like you know a response time of a second or less you know right right so um yeah, it, I don't really. Know. Yeah, I, I, I think this kind of comes back to, like, my, um, like my idea of you know, like they need to work on their Nintendo needs to work on their servers before they release Absolutely. something like this. They need something stronger, something that's close. If they want to play in this league with you know Microsoft and Sony, they need to have something that is equivalent to Microsoft and Sony. Mm-hmm. And they, at this point, do not. So, but yeah, you can pick up, uh, um, you know, not to diminish it at all, you know, if you're looking for something to do on the Switch, you know, there there it is. You can pick up Payday 2, um, something you can play, I mean, on the go. That's kind of cool, I guess. Um, on February 27th. And that is all we had for <laughs> games releasing uh, February 26th to March 4th. Um, a few games were just out of reach. I went to go put one in and noticed it was two days. It, it came out to six. So we'll have, of course, more next week. Um, but, uh, yeah, if we missed anything, something that you think that should have been put up there, uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Mammoth Games, Inc., and let us know. We'll try to drop it in maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, for demos and freebies, um, just one thing that I noticed while I was writing up an article uh, that the Final Fantasy 15 PC demo is coming out on the 26th. You can go ahead and grab that. Uh, you can grab the playable demo. Um, check it out. It's the entirety of Chapter 1. You can just explore, see what the game's all about. If you haven't yet, I imagine mostly everybody has. Um, yeah. and, uh, and prepare for the game as we'll talk about it next week. Right. So, not, not too much information on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, of course, as always, I mean, it's, this is almost like a recurring segment. Um, we got a, mm-hmm. like, cool Humble Bundle going on. Oh, yeah. Um, it is the Humble Classics Return Bundle. So I'm not sure what they mean by that, but... The Bundaroo. Um, they got a bunch of good Bundaroos here. So, uh, if you get the Pay What You Want $1 or more, um, you actually get Shadowrun Returns, which is pretty good. I've played through a lot of that. Uh, Shadowrun Daggerfall, Director's Cut... Um, those are like tactics RPG games 
Um, Tesla Effect, a Tex Murphy adventure game. Uh, Broken Sword 5, which is a text adventure... Or, uh, sorry, not text adventure, but an uh, adventure series game. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do more than the average, uh, which right now is like 862, something like that, uh, you'll also get the Shadowrun Hong Kong Extended Edition. So that's all of the Shadowrun games that have been <clears throat> come out yeah. um, recently. Uh, Wasteland 2 Director's Cut. That's pretty good. That's that's big, because that's like a yeah. $20 game. Right. Um, Age of Wonders 3, which is, uh, if I recall, it's sort of like a action RTS-y uh, RPG. RTS RPG, it looks like. Um, and then also uh, Xenonauts, which is kind of a tactical... Uh, sort of like XCOM. Okay. Um, and then if you do the 15 or more, you also get the final cut uh, Dreamfall chapters. So that like rounds out the Dreamfall series. And uh, actually a relatively newer game, uh, Torment Tides of Numenera, which is um, kind of like an old uh, isometric RPG. Cool. Yeah. Um, it looks like this one is going to be going on for the next 10 days, uh, we're shooting this on the 23rd. Um, right. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, if that's something that you're interested in, if you've been sitting here waiting to pick up something like Wasteland 2, um, now's Shadow a good Run. time. Yeah. Because you're going to get series is good. all of the Shadowrun series, that mm-hmm. the newer stuff as well. That, I mean, it's, full, it's a decent amount of good games. So, yeah, uh, yeah if you're waiting on it, go, uh, go grab that. Mm-hmm. All right, and we will go ahead and jump right into the weekly news. Um, you know, I realized after we'd been in here um, mm-hmm. that we had separated the things that you wanted to talk about and then yeah. the things I wanted to talk about almost entirely. Yeah. Uh, so, so do you want to bounce back and forth? Um, do you want to just or just run straight on it in the line that we have it? Let's just go ahead. Um, okay. It'll work out because I mean we always have you know even if it's something that you literally didn't even hear about before we always have something to add to it so that's right right problem. right um, cool. so yeah and actually this first one is a mutually shared interest of discussion yeah. yeah. um, so like there was the uh, what was it at the Overwatch like World Championships or something yeah the Overwatch League um, yeah there was the like poster the, that was uh, it was um, let Zenyatta walk. And, yeah, uh, that's that's what they ding dong diddly did. So that is got, exactly what this they did. nice uh, video of it, look it up. It's on the Overwatch <laughs> main page. Yeah. Having Zenyatta walk, it's horrific. He's he he kind of has this thing where like if you don't know Zenyatta, he usually sits there with his legs crossed under him and right, he just like hovers a, around. Just monk. Yeah. yeah, like a monk. Um, so they left his upper body in that same position, <laughs> but they took his legs and. They kind of just chucked him out. Uh-huh. And... Nightmare. Na- yeah, nightmare. If you like, So, they always go back to that almost like cross-leg position of where they would be if his legs were crossed. Right. So, one will always be tucked up under him while the other one kind of goes out a little bit and touches the ground. Mm-hmm. And then as it's coming back, that one that was tucked in will go out and touch the ground. Um, Crab-like. It is the crudest form of animation that I've seen in a while, especially come out of something like Blizzard. Usually yeah. a company like that would be like, yeah, let's not show that shit. Um, but I guess for comedy reasons, they had to. They probably did it up, and they were just losing their shit laughing. So here we are. Uh, Zenyatta running around um, out of combat being ridiculous. So that's pretty funny. Go go look that up. 
um, if you're a big Overwatch fan. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's, I mean, that's almost like, I feel like I, we should put a content warning on that. It's really weird. It looks like, okay, so you can immediately imagine what this is going to look like by imagining a man who, like, took such a huge shit. Uh-huh. It's like weighing him down. Yeah. But he's still trying to sprint to the bathroom to just try to salvage what's left of this terrible day. Yeah, it's like it's it's like when you know you have to go to the bathroom so bad and mm-hmm. you're like, I'm not gonna make this. So you're mm-hmm. kinda like hunkered down. He's basically running to right. the bathroom holding his a hole, but he's not holding his a hole, he's shooting little spheres at people. Uh-huh. Well, we don't know where those beads came from, to be totally fair. We we don't know where they came from. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, Poor so flag. speaking of not knowing where it came from. It reminds Grimm of Aladdin. Ooh. Just wanted to throw that out there. It's like, okay. Um, so, yeah. somebody kind of got a little bit of trouble here. Uh, yeah. Like, some of my favorite stuff. It was like an accidental leak. Um, mm-hmm. So, Emily O'Brien uh, is going to be a voice actor. Um, she is. Uh, she's so far been in Days Gone. Uh, she was Gamora in the Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy series. Um, mm-hmm. So she posted a photo on her Instagram account um, where she basically said, Honored to be working alongside these two fine lads on Hideo Kojima's new project. And it's her, uh, Norman Reedus, and of course. Baker. Of course. Well, I mean, I, <sighs> looking at announced... any video game, I'm never surprised. I'm never ever surprised that Troy Baker is involved in any video game. I assume right. he's involved in every video game, even I games mean, that aren't even every Steam game that comes out. Right. He sneaks in. Right. Like you know how uh, Alan Tudyk was the the voice of uh, like the pig in Moana, and it like almost <laughs> doesn't make any noise. Yeah, it's like what was the point? Well, yeah. oh no, he no, does, no, he was he the, does uh, shit like that. He was the rooster. So it's like. It makes, like, five noises in the whole movie. That's what I imagine Troy Baker is. Like, if he doesn't have a main role where he's playing the main character, then he's just in the background, and at one point he goes, and that's it. (laughs) But it has to be, he has to be in everything. I also uh, feel like he often calls up Nolan North to harass him. I would. He's like, I'm coming for your job. All of the gigs will be mine. Like, just really, like... (laughs) Yeah. What are you going to do? That's really good. So, uh, yeah. yeah, they weren't, um, like, they hadn't announced that Troy Baker or uh, Emily O'Brien were going to be in it. So, it's like, she immediately, like, the post was up for, like, half an hour and she had to take it down. And it's, like, it's been deleted off of, uh, like, we're looking Instagram at the uh, Game Informer article here. But it links to GameSpot, and that shows the picture having already been taken down. So, yeah. uh, it's kind of funny that, like, we were kind of talking about it, too. It's, like... She, you know, for sure she had something in her, um, in her, uh, contract. In her contract about it, yeah. Because if that yeah, was be- a normal person, there's a good chance they'd be roasted on that. Yeah, if this had been, like, a cameraman or, a or, a, or something. like, a mocap person, if they had taken this photo and posted it on their account, they would have been immediately fired. But she has, she has to have that stipulation of, like, being a... Voice actress and right. possibly mocap actress. I don't know. They probably didn't specifically say, "Hey, don't mention anything." So right, right, right. You know, if they didn't explicitly say it to her, she can have some like plausible deniability. Grim is over here uh, saying he never heard of this guy, Troy That's Baker. A That's a damn. You've lie. heard him in literally every video game you've ever played. Yeah, like, probably. Who, I mean, he's like, like wildly what's, prolific. What's his biggest role? 
Uh, probably Booker. From and, uh, Infinite. Yeah, Infinite. He's <laughs> also uh... that is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also, also he was. Uh, I mean, I know Grim didn't play it, but he was Joel, right? Uh, yeah, he was he the, do Joel? the older brother in Uncharted. Uh, he was yep. Joel in uh, Last of Us. He's literally been in. It, it's either it's only him or Nolan North. Like, there's no other voices really in video games. Hold on, let me give you an exhaustive list because it's like a shocking amount. And while you're looking that up, I mean the the cast of Death Stranding is growing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have uh, Emily O'Brien and Troy Baker joining the cast, but you know we've. Oh. We already have Mad uh, Mickelson. We have Norman Reedus, uh, Gamal del Toro. Mm. I mean, shit. We're gonna. I feel like it's gonna keep going and growing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Okay. So Grim just hit me with doesn't know who Nolan North is either. Come on. Um, okay. So Troy Baker. I'm still on. Uh, he yeah, was st- <laughs> a Booker in Bioshock. He was Delson in Infamous. He was the Joker in Batman: Arkham Origins. Uh, he mm-hmm. was Reese in Tales from the Borderlands. He was Talion in Middle Earth. He was Jack Mitchell in Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. He was Vincent in Catherine. Wow, didn't know that. I, yeah, I uh, didn't know that one. He was Pagan Min in Far Cry Four. Um, he's okay. also been on several English adaptations, including Basilisk, Trinity Blood, Full Metal Alchemist, One Piece, Bleach, Naruto Shippuden. Like he's famous as fuck. Yeah, now, let me and then back to Nolan North. <clears throat> fucking Nolan North was Deadpool. Um, we, had, you know, uh, Nips mentioned Nathan he was Drake, Desmond Miles. He was uh, the ghost after Peter Dinklage. Second English. ghost, Penguin in Batman Arkham series. He was on Guild Wars two. He was in Dota two, Spec Ops: The Line. He was David in The Last of Us, mm-hmm. Deadpool, Superboy, Young Justice, uh, Boss in Saints Row four, and he was another character in the Call of Duty Zombies storyline. Every time I think of Nolan North, I think of that scene in the Deadpool game where Deadpool calls Nolan North's phone. Yeah. Which is, you know, just crushing that fourth wall. He's mm. calling the guy who voices him and harasses him, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's a rundown of the two biggest male voices in all of video games. In games. Yeah. I mean, like, at least ones that played, like, characters that were based on dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huge dialogue. Yeah. Um, cause there's, I mean, I'm sure there were video game voice actors that were in like absolutely everything of all time. And you just didn't know because all they did was like, huh? Whoa. Who? Yeah, yeah. Just make the, yeah, like, the general noises. Who? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But, but uh, that, 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 that's a rundown. We have the, yeah. that, like this segment just turned from the, you know, them joining the cast of Death Stranding to to a a rundown of the two biggest people, or two biggest voices in in video games, uh, brought to you by Grim. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, continuing, I'll just continue on the extreme bad news spiral here. Um, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, unless something else happens, um, you know, after the uh, net neutrality vote and everything. Uh, net neutrality is currently set to end on April 25th. Uh, the net neutrality protection will be repealed. Um, there's still a lot that can happen before then. And, you know, that date is not like a deadline of, um, you know, suddenly you like can't have fun online anymore. It's going to take a while, mm-hmm. potentially years, for like a sea change. Just fucking 
Bangram, please. Bangram, please. <laughs> what is that? Asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that... I mean, is it something in uh, the UK? It depends. Um, I mean, how is that going to affect it? Is uh, I know, in, like uh, Portugal, um, you have to buy like access and like fast lanes to individual websites <laughs> and things. Um, so it, it kind of you know it, it depends on country. Um, the fear is that we could quickly get like a like rel- not like censored internet but to get anything you actually want on the internet you'd have to pay so much that it would be like highly segregated yeah it's basically locking things behind paywalls so right. like the ability to right now yeah yeah um right and, now, and it's all down to the internet service provider that right. yeah that right allows now, that. so um, internet yeah. service providers they can monitor the traffic all they want and they do mm-hmm. um you know to, to target ads or whatever but basically they have to treat traffic as equal so they they can't say like oh well you're going to netflix well we are partnered with hulu so we're going to make your netflix run like ass right um so basically there there are fast lanes but it's preferred lanes and regular lanes it's not slow lanes and now you paid enough for this and now you paid enough for the super deluxe or whatever yeah so So, it'd be like um, like okay i want like i want netflix and if they're partnered with Netflix, it could be in their like lowest tier because they want everyone to be able to have access to Netflix. Mm-hmm. But if you want something like Amazon Hulu Prime. or Amazon Prime or something like that, you might have to pay up to a different package to that to, to, to access to have it. it. Yeah, I mean, you would be able to access it, but it could it would be like pre dial up speeds. Yeah, like, it would be so be bad that it wouldn't even right. be worth it. Why would you even waste your time? Yeah, there'd be no reason to look at it if you don't have the speci- the special access to it because it'd be so right. slow. So, um, like, and there's, you know, there was a, when that first passed that it was going to be repealed, you know, there was a lot of debate and I had people on, you know, both political sides, I you know, both considering the U.S. I had people on the right and left, uh, foreign and domestic, talking about their opinions on it or whatever. And it's like, you know, what it comes down to is we know these companies will do this because they've already done it. When, mm-hmm. like, before the law took effect, um, you know, AT&T used to do some really scummy shit. DSL was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the law took effect, Verizon broke that law. AT&T broke that law. Like, we know that they'll do it. Uh, Cox broke the law. Um, yeah. yeah, in the UK, I'm sure it's probably not a, really an issue. Um, I don't know if... Uh, I mean, I had some UK friends that would talk about it, but I don't know if it's like if it'll set a precedent or anything. I don't think that's really a problem. Like, it's kind of like anytime something happens in US healthcare, like people in the UK don't really give a shit because it. I mean, I know that there are weird things going on with the NHS right now, but it's not really related to US politics. Like, it's US politics is a sea change for a lot of other companies, but I don't think it really is for most of the EU and now you know separate uk right um but you know like u.s companies basically are really fucked up and they'll do weird shit if they can <laughs> and and it's one of those things like <laughs> like they'll definitely do it yeah. like if they like, have the opportunity be stupid to not do it now yeah like okay so i you know i have my phone bill and mm-hmm. i pay my phone bill but every once in a while like i'm trying to think of the most recent thing that happened okay okay so i know someone that was paying Almost twice as much as what I'm paying for my phone bill mm. for um, fewer phones. And one of those phones 
was a flip phone. <laughs> and they were paying more than my bill through the same company. And yeah. it came down to all they had to do is contact Verizon in this case and say, hey, why am I paying more than this person? I have less phones. And one of my phones is, isn't even a smartphone. Mm-hmm. And Verizon's like, oh, let me lower that for you. Instead of them reaching yeah. out to the customer and going, okay, so we have a lower bill for you. I really hope that helps you out. We love your continued service. Mm-hmm. They just fuck the customer over by not telling them so they can rake in more money. Right. and then it They really, will like, continue to do shit like that, especially <clears throat> with this. It'll get yeah. so much worse with this, I think. Right, because when, you know, your grandma goes to log on for the first time, and it's like, you know, she doesn't know what's a realistic price. She doesn't understand, like, megabits download and upload or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, she'll pay whatever they ask for, and then she'll also give all of her information to that Nigerian phone scam guy. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, it, it, it's possible that before net neutrality was, like, set in the rule books that companies weren't doing it because they hadn't thought of it. But it's just, it, it's too late now. It's like, it's like uh, you know, for a long time, we didn't really have any environmental regulations because it's like, well, I don't know, the smoke goes out into the sky and then eventually it disappears because it just goes into the air. And then mm-hmm. a, over a long period of time, we realized, oh, that's really bad. We need to not let that happen. Yeah. So yeah. it's like once it's a lot of things. Once it's been the cat's been let out of the bag, you can't ever like put it back in. You know. Right. Right. So it's like you know maybe there's an argument that you know in the early 2000s it's not like there was like it's not like the internet was a ghost town or something, but certainly you can't undo that now because we would just be totally screwing ourselves. Which you know there's a lot of things that can come into play before this deadline, and uh, the government is really. The U.S. government is not known to really do anything in a good time frame unless they're in an absolute, like, uh, like anybody who supported this is not going to get reelected. It doesn't matter how many terms they've served consecutively. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. this is a death knell. Like, it, it's rare for um, Republicans to be pro-government oversight, but this is one where they were pretty united <laughs> because it's like... Uh, you know, there's a little bit of people that get kind of um, overexcited about net neutrality. Like, if it goes away, then it just becomes like a lot of other U.S. business. It's it's not really like it's not like doomsday. Um, yeah, in my opinion. it just it just it it, it just it opens stops. you up to having to pay to get nickel and dimed more, basically. Yeah, it, it just takes away a little bit of freedom. Right. Without you know, we have this freedom to you know we pay for our internet and then everything. Is at our fingertips. Right, I can leave meatspin.com on on all day, and it has the same priority as my neighbor trying to search for ambulance numbers. Yeah, exactly. And God bless me. You know, I I don't know. I I think I don't know. I think the way it is 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 fair. So if you you know, there's something that I don't know. There's a lot of like states that are up against this, and of course, Florida and Ohio aren't one of the or you know amongst the states. Yeah, there's a few states that are actually suing the government yeah, for allowing this to happen yeah yeah aren't they suing the fcc directly uh, yeah that's part of the government yeah it's like shit i don't know that's Shit's kind of a catch 22 if they win uh, like a multi-billion dollar deal does, that means the taxpayer has to pay that so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like god, god damn it <laughs> i kind of hope that it, they just win on principle and not on dollar bills y'all they pull it out of one door <laughs> and they put it in another one is what they do exactly but uh, you know, it's uh, I don't think it's doomsday or by any means, but uh, certainly not a no. good thing. So, oh boy, it just keeps going. Bad news train. 
Um, okay, so the story after that. Uh, well, I guess this isn't necessarily bad news. Um, the two, Maybe gross. Uh, two of the studio co-founders of Sledgehammer um, mm-hmm. are leaving. So it was uh, Michael Condry and Glenn Schofield. Um, they originally started, they helped start Infinity War, didn't they? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I'm pretty sure Glenn Schofield did at least. But, um, yeah, so these guys, I know for sure that they were at another big studio within Activision. And they left to start Sledgehammer. And they're now leaving and remaining with Activision to do something else. Yeah, they're pulling up, uh, like, a, a different role within Activision. It's almost like, okay, you started this and... Oh, what? You don't want to keep doing Call of Duty bullshit over and over and over again, which is the same thing pretty much every time. Uh, Okay, well, why don't we put you somewhere deeper within Activision that might give you a chance to, you know, head something else or create something else or, you know, know, wherever it goes. Um, They haven't really (coughs) talked about where that will go for them. Um, Oh, boy. Okay, I got some more info on that. So um, I was thinking of two different people. Uh, So Infinity Ward was Jason West and Vince Zampella, who were mm-hmm. abruptly fired by Activision. Remember, that's when they had, like, armed security, like, take them off the premises? And then, I do not um, remember that. So, Condry and Schofield previously ran Visceral Games. Oh, yeah. But they're staying within uh, Activision, because they apparently weren't super into EA after that. Okay. Um, so, that's interesting. I can't wait to hear. I, I mean, if if Activision is starting up something new, I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's nice. Um, yeah. Just because, man, I don't know. At this point, I don't think there's literally anything within the Call of Duty franchise that would even yeah. interest me. I don't think there's anything they could do that I would want. Uh, I mean, with the name Call of Duty on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Grand it's probably going to be Destiny Three. <laughs> Yeah, and it's and it's the same thing. I don't, I don't think there's there's sure as hell nothing that Activision can do with um, Destiny that's gonna yeah. change my mind on that game either. It's like yeah, they're I, we're I'm over that much. Like you already I, I you already bent that one last, over. Yeah, I can't even think of the last Activision game that I've. I'm looking into their portfolio now just to be like, what do I play that's from Activision? The, I mean, the last Call of Duty that I bought was Black Ops One. I played Black Ops 2, but I didn't buy it. Uh, Destiny 1 was probably the last game I bought, and I wasn't a fan of that. So Yeah, that was the last one I bought as well. And it was fun for a while until those patches started rolling out. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, well, we're fucking this game up, so that's fine. Wow. Yeah. Um, Guitar Hero was the last uh, thing I Guitar played. Hero was huge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, wow, almost nothing else. That's crazy. That's like really unusual, actually. Um, holy cow! But yeah, so I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm excited to see if they if they're gonna do something new. I'm really into that because, mm-hmm. like I said, I really haven't been into Activision at all. So um, I'm just kind of waiting to see what what kind of studio they spin up, <clears throat> and you know, Call of Duty. And Dead Space are pretty different. I can see room. If they go with something more Dead Space-like, I could be interested in that. And if they do something just totally different, I could be interested in that, too. 
Yeah, I like I would prefer something completely different. Like mm-hmm. I mean this could be the like the dawn of something um of something huge. You know what I mean? It could be the dawn right. of like let's change our like our our way of game like gaming and mm-hmm. or the way that we make games and not only the way we make games but the way that we pump games out. Um yeah. Because I mean they didn't like Activision it didn't always have like this negative reputation that it has for just kind of pumping out, you know, similar games over and over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, or, you know, for ruining certain other games or whatever. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It, you know. There's always hope. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Speaking of having hope, <laughs> uh, Soma is actually getting a safe mode on uh, PS4. So that's from the guys that made... Um, uh, amnesia mm-hmm. Soma's kind of like a well it's also you know it's like an existential horror um, underwater city uh, weird um, like kind of Cthulian events um, so you know it's it's something I was interested in but I just can't handle the that level of fear <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the, it took me two years to play through the first two chapters of Dead Space. And Dead Space is arguably not even a horror game. Yeah, it's... <laughs> like, once I mean, you get it, past the beginning, pretty much, you're they're, a god. They're, they're different. Like, it's a different kind of horror game. There's right. there's a horror game that can just scare you to the core. That now right. we know that those exist. And right. then there are horror games that are primarily consistent of jump scares. Jump scares and, like, spooky, like, body horror yeah, and I think I think um, Dead Space was really guilty of jump scares. It was always like something falls from the vent and it just scares the shit out of you, or it busts out and grabs your or, leg and tears your arms off. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but then there are things that work on more of a psychological level, which I'm not sure about Soma. I haven't played Soma. Um, That's what I've heard. I mean, that and Amnesia are the type of thing where like mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of mechanics to play into that. So like. In Amnesia, when there's an enemy nearby, you start to go insane. And uh, if you like, if you look at the enemy, you'll start to go insane. And if you are in the dark, you'll start to freak out. But if you're in the light, the enemies can see you. So like, right. the goal of the game was basically when you saw something coming for you, you just run into a dark corner and stare into the wall as long as you could before you went totally batshit insane. And then hope that the enemy is left, which is really cool. Um, it's kind of, you know, yeah, it's got that, um, like I said, that kind of Cthulhu, like, madness vibe. Yeah. Um, so Soma, I've heard, is similar. But uh, the safe mode is basically kind of like the exploration mode. Like, hey, you can just kind of check out this really cool atmosphere and, like, learn about the backstory or, you know, just kind of get the vibe without, like, shitting yourself. Yeah. So, um, I mean, so that, that's kind of good for... You know, it, it can take Me. that out, and people can still... Yeah, people yeah. who are not, like, into the horror uh, right. vibe, they can, you know, still get in there, and they can... And, uh, you know, that, game. I think it just launched... Maybe that's something we should have put in Mist, or, you know, released or something, but um, didn't the uh, tour, like, the Discovery Tour mode of Assassin's Creed just come out? I have no idea. I or it's about that. to? Um which is just the, like, historical lesson. Like, you just kind of chill out in ancient Egypt. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Um, I think that is 
currently out. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but um, yeah. So I, I like yeah, this kind out. of things coming to games where it's like, okay, so we have this big game, but also it can just be like a cool walking sim if you want it to be, and also it can just be like a chill out game if you want that. Yeah, the the chat confirmed that it's out too as well. So okay, yeah, cool. So um, I, I'm glad that that kind of thing's coming to games now. So it's cool to see. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, more new stuff. Uh, just rolling right along. Yep. Um, Remedy, which is uh, Alan Wake. Um, what was their most recent one? Quantum Break. Yeah, uh, I knew it because it rhymed. Um, they also did uh, the first two Max Payne. Holy shit! Let's not overlook that real quick. <laughs> what Max Payne? That Alan Wake and Quantum Break rhyme. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's take a second and appreciate that. That was a big thing for me. Yeah, that's that that's a woke like well. Like, Did you say that's woke? Like, no, yeah, that's, that's woke, that's woke as, as fuck. fuck. What? <laughs> Broke, Alan Wake, woke, Quantum Break. Uh, yeah, so they basically there's not a lot of info on it. Um, they have Project Seven, as they're calling it, because it's their I guess seventh game as a studio. Um, mm-hmm. Was announced last year. They said it's going to be a cinematic third-person shooter, so same shit they've been making. Uh, you know, not to be derogatory. Um, <laughs> it's the stuff they know how to make. That sounded really negative. We love you, but this is the same I'm fucking like, garbage you've been I'm making, you piece of shit. I'm super excited for this. I don't know why it came out like that. It's really funny. But, uh, so this fucking stupid trash shit fuck. Uh, is, um, so they said uh, it's aiming to release next year, according to their financial report. Um, but they do also in their yeah the source here is their actual financial reports which is yeah uh, not super thrilling but you know kind of cool if you want to check that out get a little bit of the business side that people usually don't see um, yeah sure we'll take a look at it and yeah so be horrified um, you know so they they said uh, you know Project Seven um, you know the company's primarily self financing it at the same time they're going to launch a third game project I don't know what they mean by third so. Um, okay, the other two are uh, Project 7 and the single-player portion of the free-to-play shooter Crossfire 2. That's kind of interesting. Um, so, so they haven't said yeah, what okay. the third thing is going to be, and we're not 100% sure what Project 7 is yet either. Um, yeah, it's really interesting mm-hmm. uh, to look. Okay, so their revenue, they made oh, yeah, back to that. From, from January. So for the year of 2017, mm-hmm. their revenue was $17,000. That's yeah, that's not a lot. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's just what they made in pure profit. Um, operating profit was down 50%. Holy shit. I wonder what that, I wonder what their total would be then. Yeah, I'm really interested in what their, what's their total? What, are they saying that they only made $17,000 for the whole year? Off of sales of Quantum Break, that can't be right. I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm going, "Wow, that's low." But then I'm sitting here like, "Well, shit." If I had a company, that's what else? That seventeen thousand. What all goes? That's allowing me to do something that I really enjoy as well. Everyone else is already paid, and this is just extra. That's true. Right. Exactly. Like that's that's saying that I. What I imagine that saying is everybody's paid. Um, all of our insurance, all of our bills. This yep. is what we have left. I think that's what that is, but still, yeah, that seems low for. It does I mean, this for is, someone this is like a long time company. 
Yeah, for someone um, who is like in you know who's been in the business for a long time. Okay, here we go. He said, okay, so if you look at the comments, our our full year revenue increased to seventeen point two million. That's in millions, or that's in hundreds of thousands. Wait, where did you see that? Is that? Uh, it's that's um a comments by CEO um page oh. something. I three. see. It. Yep. Page three. So, okay, that's in hundreds of thousands. So, they made 1,389,000. So, 1. 1.3 million. Or 13 million. I can't tell. It's it's a weird number. I can't calculate that. This is some weird European shit. Grim. <laughs> He's not part <laughs> of Europe anymore. It's changing. Uh, but yeah, so okay. He's still the he's the closest that. one to us right now. That's true. <laughs> uh, but they get um, okay, so that makes a lot more sense. I was gonna say this is a way bigger company. Like that sounds like what an indie project makes a profit seventeen thousand dollars of like two people. You know what I mean? So what's the ideal situation? Is the ideal situation that we're gonna get a remaster of Alan Wake and then a new Alan Wake? Um, I really is want, that ideal? They've been teasing Alan Wake for a while. I really want it like an Alan Wake. I guess it'd technically be two, but sort of three because of American Nightmare. Right. right. Um, I really want an Alan Wake three, and if they could do that in the in the Quantic Break style graphics, uh, I'd like cream to death. <laughs> you would um, to death, and uh, go ahead and death. we'll take a second. We'll have a second of silence so people can imagine what that would look like. All right. God bless. Yep. So. Um, I'd be really into that if if they made. I don't know if I'd be into a Quantum Break too. Quantum Break is something that I just kind of fell off of. I never finished it. Um, yeah, it seemed like it was going to come out and hit really hard, but I thought I really thought it would. It it like there were people who really liked it and they're like, "This is great," but yeah. then guess what? Next week they were like, not talking about it at all. Well, two weeks later they were like, "Hey, Inside's really good." Yeah, yeah, Inside was actually <laughs> I remember that exact path. Yeah, Inside Inside hit a lot harder, which is crazy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like... And also, you know, Quantic, uh, um, Quantum Break survived the death of, like, Xbox TV. There was uh-huh. going to be... Xbox was going to provide original programming. And Quantum Break was going to be a big part of that. And it just didn't happen. So they just had to incorporate all this shit they shot on film into their game. Which was... It didn't work out super well, I don't think. It was a really mm-hmm. interesting concept. But I think they need another game or two to, like, finish it off. So, yeah, I mean, again, maybe this this next one could be something really great uh, where they implement that. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, they have some big people that they're kind of competing with, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you have what? What do we have coming up? Um, Quantic Dreams games. Quantic Dreams games. Um, yeah. Similar um, style, but little. Less Detroit. Action. Yeah, Detroit yeah. coming up is already blowing our shit away. So, yeah. I don't um, know. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, narrative in games has come a long way. From mm-hmm. when the first Alan Wake came out and blew my mind, so yeah. I don't I, like. I think Remedy's gonna have to find some kind of gimmick. Uh, more than like we have a cool narrative in our games. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I, I think I think they can nail it. I mean, you know, I they, agree. They've come a long way. They've had some really huge flagship games. And, I'm, uh, I mean, I'll definitely give them the benefit of the doubt. Right, right. On that one. Um. And it looks like, I mean, they're getting contacted by other companies to make single-player portions of games. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's they're well-recognized in the industry. So we'll just have to see what comes out next. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll keep our ear to uh, the ground for Project 7 right. and possibly their third game that's coming up. So, Cool. Um, um, okay, there are, uh, apparently there are rumors of Alan Wake too, just not a lot of details, so hopefully that's it. Anything, like what? Like what's the top one? Uh, nothing concrete. They're, apparently they teased it in 16. They teased what? Uh, Alan Wake 2. Oh, okay. They, they okay. basically said, like, we still retain the rights to this, and we still want it. So, right. that's enough for me. Cool. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, you want to uh, jump in now? <clears throat> yeah. Um, if you guys were following us, if you follow us over on Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc., you already saw. Mm-hmm. But uh, we do have um, Burnout Paradise Remastered was announced, uh, marking EA's first um, remastered game for this. <laughs> Well, good decision. Uh, first remastered game for this console generation. Um, which is crazy because there is a lot of that these days. You know what I mean? There's so many... Re- like, everything's remastered. And this one's fantastic. Burnout Paradise, so much fun. It's uh, 10 years old now. Um, mm-hmm. If you pick up the remastered, it'll come with uh, eight of the DLC packs. Uh, what was that called? In... Uh, the Year of the Paradise pack, as well as the Big Surfer expansion, which unlocks um, a whole new area. Yep. As well, it'll be running on 4K, 60 frames per second on the PS4 Pro and the One X, uh, slated for March 16th on Xbox One and PS4, coming out at a later time for PC. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm into it. Um, it's it's a fun game that... I, and I know I had a lot of fun with it. Um, so... It's dropping at forty bucks, so they've even dropped that price tag, so you're not paying. You know, yeah. for a ten year old game, there's, uh, it's, it's kind of lame to pay full price and for them to expect you to pay full price for something you've already right. paid. It, full I mean, price yeah, for. this is looking really good. It sounds like it's got it like, it's basically what people want. I think they're definitely testing out, uh, like, are we going to make a new Burnout game? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah. they're, I, I think we'll see more of this from EA. Um, testing the waters by making a few remasters just to see how these remasters are handled. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it. I mean, this is this is the positive note uh, for for these guys in our um, in our podcast. I mean, usually we hear like EA. I mean, we do have something. I guess we would call it negative later on in the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, I don't know. This could be a cool t- like turning point for them to bring some of those games that we've been wanting, uh, like a, not a, not a remaster necessarily, but a new game, new installation in, in the series. Um, right. th- this could be that. Um, yeah, th- this could be alluding to that. So, it'd be really nice. Uh, so, if you do want something new from like the Burnout series, now I would consider this to be a pretty good chance for you guys to go out and vote with your wallet, spend that 40 bucks, get a game that you already know that you like. Um, and yeah, I'll have online, you know, online integration now too. So mm-hmm. that's pretty worth it. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm probably going to pick it up. I'm really not into racing, but I like when shit explodes. Yeah, well, this is just fun. I mean, you can do this with friends too. Um, just drive around in the same area, and then just it—it's just you fucking with your friends, basically. Right. Um, it's like, oh, you're trying to do something cool. Well, what happens if I do this? Cut you off. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Um, I mean, and this was the game. Burnout was the series that kind of introduced that uh, vehicle destruction. I remember being just mind blown ten years ago when I saw. Or it, it was more than ten years ago when I saw. Um, I think it was Burnout Two, when a car cut another car off, and I was like, "And there goes the muffler!" Like <laughs> it just blew off the car, and that was fucking amazing. So, I, I can't wait to see what they do in this remastered edition. What kind of like. Not only just up in performance, but up in, like, are, are they adding stuff to it when the cars mm-hmm. detonate? So, and Grim agrees, he, uh, he, he loved the game too, so. Yeah. It was, I, I think it's always been a fan favorite, so it's probably a good move. Right. Um, right. Yeah, so this is one I'm, I'm, uh, particularly excited about. Um, I think <laughs> the, uh, the, um, Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander, I'm really excited for that. Uh, it's kind of unexpected how good it looks, to be honest. And, she was uh, she was actually at uh, Crystal Dynamics office today. I have a friend who works there. And oh yeah, he said really that cool. she came in. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. So um, for some reason, Mattel is releasing a Tomb Raider Barbie doll. Yeah, and it looks pretty legit. Yeah, it could probably I use mean, a little more blood, but yeah, a little dirt. But that's I stuff that you can add yourself, you know. I mean, to be can't honest, expect I'm hundred percent shocked that there's not like a life size sex doll of this. Oh, there is. You My just apologies. gotta look. You gotta look. <laughs> there's some places on the web that we don't recommend you go, uh-huh. but uh, that's kung where you grip. will find that. Gotta get that kung fu got grip. That, got that kung fu grip. Grip it. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I guess this is cool for the people who are, um, you know, for the. You know, like younger female audience as well as people who are just big fans of yeah you know and, and uh, collectors of like tomb raider tomb raider has been around forever it's been yeah. around literally as long as i've been playing video games longer than i've been alive as far as i know yeah i mean um, it was one of the original games that i i remember yeah. playing so, uh, uh, on the playstation I, I do believe also that if you're a big uh, fan of barbie this is probably the first barbie doll that comes with an ice pick i would say so yeah I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but... Not a lot of them come with ice picks. Yeah, I don't have, like, a doctorate in this, but I feel like it's a safe bet. Um, mm-hmm. I doubt that there's a lot of ice picks in the Barbie I don't world. know. But, you know, I don't know. If the chat wants to do a quick Google search, uh, Barbie and ice pick, uh, you know... What I really we'll want to see, see is... Uh, who was the huge, like, Samoan guy in the game? He had, like, a really funny name. In Tomb Raider? Yeah. I don't remember. There's this huge dude. It's, like rookie or something like that oh yeah yeah yeah. i i, I remember him now it was kind of yeah, like yeah. mid-game stuff. well i mean is it you ran into uh, him later oxymoronic right? to say huge simone guy but anyways well, i really yeah. want a can of him because <laughs> he's great it would have to be made by jack specific the guys who make wwe wrestling action figures right exactly and it'll just be <laughs> the rock it'll just be the rock that's all it'll be okay i'll do that get one all of the, right uh, uh, his character from Moana. Yeah, that's all it'll be. Yeah. Alright, um, up next is something uh, that we chucked out in the rumor mill. Um, I, I'm not exactly 100% sure I know of her, but um, this old re- old video game insider and reporter uh, named Emily Rogers uh, mm. tweeted that there will be a Smash Bros. title uh, to be announced and released for Switch later this year. Um, 
Grim confirmed, no, there are no Barbies with ice picks. Shit. Good man. Okay. Got him. Um, so she, she just basically, um, you know, did a quick tweet saying that there will be a Smash Bros. title. Announced later and, uh, really announced and released for Switch later this year. Um, which is not really surprising because that's one of the titles that's been missing. That's um, a, a lot of, yeah. A, a lot of people missed out on the Switch edition because, or the, um, Wii U edition because not a lot of people got the Wii U. So, um, she went on to update by saying, to clarify, it never said whether it's a sequel or a port. I only said that they're preparing for an announcement of a Smash Bros. title on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know whether it's a sequel or deluxe, um, um, like, definitive edition or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just something kind of cool that I tossed out there. I was like, I'm not sure on whether or not to throw this out there. We usually don't like to deal with rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, more than likely it'll be the Wii, uh, Wii U 3DS title. Yeah. So, Yeah, I can see um, that. Um, I'd be happy to have it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people, um, I- including people that are internal here at MGI, they're just like, I really just don't care for... Mm smash bros without the story and i'm like i get it but smash bros for me has always been that local that local fighting game to play with people well yeah i get that because i i didn't um especially uh you know the first couple months anytime i moved somewhere new i moved around a lot as a kid so Mm -hmm. i played a lot of games that people remember playing with their friends by myself (laughs) sad Mm -hmm. so uh i got really good at like pokemon stadium (laughs) So, uh, you know, I, I played Smash Bros. by myself the majority of the time. So, um, I definitely get that. Like, I did like the, uh, what was it, the uh, Subspace Emissary in uh, whichever, it was that Brawl or, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've always liked the single player stuff. So, I do the hope thing- that there's some cool single player things. I like the mini games too. I know people are less big on those, so I might be like- weird on that. I'm a really. I, I did like the single player stuff, but for me, it was all about just playing the game, unlocking the, the trophies, mm-hmm. and just you know having fun with other people. I guess in your case, you don't. You didn't, I guess you didn't play this with other people. Yeah. I mean, one of my early gaming memories with friends was getting my ass beat at uh, Super Smash by uh, uh, someone I've been trying to get on the show for a long time. The long time Doomsday Cola. I've I've known him forever. Um, he, I really wanted to make him our resident Nintendo guy, um, yeah. but he's just a bit too busy, uh, probably beating other people's ass at Smash Bros. So, mm-hmm. uh, is what it it's is. It's rough but, when you've been playing Fox on like a whole team of very hards, and then you go to play against your friend and you just get your ass beat. That's really <laughs> rough. I've, I've felt that a couple times in my life. But yeah, it could be cool. Um, I'm excited for it. I know if it comes out, I'll probably just immediately pick it up. Um, it was one of the games that I was keeping my Wii U around for, but then I just sold it at the end of last year. So right. I was like, I'm not playing it. So, um, But yeah, there's something to look forward to there if you are a Switch owner. Alright, something else um, I'm going to probably throw into the rumor section. Um, this PushSquare.com says that they received a survey from PlayStation Network, and this has been verified, not, not verified, but it's also been shared by other places like um, like GameSpot and I think Polygon, other places like that, um, sharing this. Um, but they, these guys at Push Square received a survey, an email 
that had a survey from PlayStation um, saying that, uh, and then the survey was all about um, them implementing a name change for mm-hmm. uh, PSN. So if you don't like your player tag or your handle or whatever you want to call it, um, you'll be able to change it. Uh, and the email um, started off by just saying, like, hi, PlayStation, I've been exploring the possibilities of adding a feature to the mm-hmm. PSN that lets users change their ID. Before any of this, they want to understand if gamers are interested in this feature or not. So I look at this thing, I look at this thing, and I go, motherfucker, uh, there's already two things wrong with it. Mm-hmm. The second paragraph, or the second sentence, and the, the, the start where it just says hi. Hi. That's weird. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. It just it that's weird to me. Um, they already know that the gamers are used to. I mean, they get daily on message boards. There are people talking about wanting to change their mm-hmm. ID. It's only every yeah, and literally this year at uh, the Sony uh, conference, Greg Miller on stage asked for this. Yeah. And uh, they we said don't know if people are interested. Yeah, and then we got to make the joke of, like, uh, saying the, the guy that Greg was talking to said that next year we wouldn't be having this conversation. And the joke was, ha, 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 they're just not inviting Greg Miller back next year. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but, yeah, they were asking, you know, some, uh, like, little specific questions. Um, you know, just asking, like, exactly what, you know, how, how people would want to change their name. Um, and you know what they're willing to do, but it came down to them saying that it would be uh, a free service, but only once every six months. And if you mm-hmm. wanted to revert to a past name that you had used, um, you'd have to contact Sony specifically. Hmm. So, um, I mean, I personally don't care about this. I don't think you care about this. Um, yeah, I know Case Arya cool, cares though. about this. Uh, I'm glad it's coming around. I mean, there's people, really no reason not to have it. Yeah, I mean, I, I created my. Uh, PSN well over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And there are other people I know created their PSN 10 years ago that right. pick something like... Uh, kind of bad. Yeah, something terrible Sorry. like My Chem Emo 46 or something, you know, oh, terrible shit, that, that they're just mine. like... Yeah, that that was... I should have stayed with that. You should have stuck with it. See, now you could have had all those, those old trophies that, you know, you don't care about. <laughs> My poor cool. trophies. So something to look forward to. We'll keep up on that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I, I think it's a good option to have, even if nobody ever uses it. Like, oh, well, I expected them to come out and be like, "It'll be it'll be five bucks if you want to change your name." Right, and I'm like, "That's fine too." It's yeah, like but that's the normal way to do it. Yeah. So I mean, for them to put it out free, that's nice. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, All right, <clears throat> we'll talk. This is a, a fun one. This one's a fun one. Um, Metal Gear Survive. Metal Gear Survive dropped. Um, to medium scores by normal uh, critics, critics. by yeah. users, it got fucking blasted. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting right now, Metacritic, the Metacritic score is 64. The user score is 2.3 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, people just do not like this game. Um, and and the, I'm it, sure there's a little bit of like spamming them with bad reviews of people that are just mad but uh, like right, in right. general it does not look to be a good game like i think it's fair in this case yeah uh, most um, i mean i mean the, the game is the game is simple i mean what you do is you collect items 
set up defenses, and then defend mm. the point. Right. It's that's the that's the game, and like I get that. Like if they wanted to create that type of game, they needed something that they could put in a swarm, mm. like zombies or whatever right. these things happen to be. They have like weird little crystals coming out of their head. Mm. Um, I didn't dig too much into it, I but really uh, it, yeah. but I don't know. Like I don't know why they couldn't have used like militant forces coming in to mm. you know pick up this item, and you're supposed to keep the item. I don't know. I think it's because they don't want them to have the ability to, like, climb over shit. Yeah. So you set up, like, chain link fences, and you can poke your, like, um, like your Sticks. spear or whatever through it, yeah. um, stab them in the head, and uh, you can get other things, like, like walkers and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, this game feels weak. I played it, and I was bored with it um, after the little bit that we played, we actually, um, if you've listened to past broadcasts or past podcasts of us, Casey okay, Postman and I had more fun in just the, like the room that you group up in before you mm-hmm. go on a mission, because we could just do whatever we wanted in there. There was no time limit. We could set up like C4 when someone was in a menu, you could create like a, like a bunch of traps around them to create a path that they have to navigate through. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like oil slicks that you could put on the floor and make people like fall. And you could put a long like line of them, and they just kind of like fall forever. Um, I don't know. It was that that was entertaining. That was the best part of the game, yeah. and that's probably why it ended up getting a two because that's not. I feel like it, it might it might have even been lower if they yeah. didn't even just have a, some like sort of entertaining thing. But it's because they do shit like this. Um, they make you pay if you want more than one save file. Yeah, um, that's wild. That's crazy. So, like, let's say you're well, that's, playing... That's and... typical for, like, MMOs, but not in something that you pay... I think this game's 50 or 40, right? Is, no, this game is full price last time I looked. Uh, let me look. Okay. I think it's a little cheaper, but still. Yeah, let me let me double check. Um... But, yeah, so they're, like... They essentially make you buy, like, character slots, like, in an MMO. Oh, this you're right. It's 40. Bucks. It's 40? Yeah. Okay, it's still... 40. I mean, um, ten bucks for an additional save slot. Something that should just be in the game anyways. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, yeah, it's really just, I mean, I, I don't I don't get it. And I wonder what else microtransaction-wise that they're putting in here. I, I see that this article from EGM <laughs> now is saying that, they, um, that it's heavy on microtransactions. And I yeah. think that's them trying to make up for... Uh, putting it out at such a low, uh, right. such a low price. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, there were some people that were asking me about this game before, and I was like, eh, you know, this isn't something that I that I recommend people to buy. I don't think it's gonna last. I think it's gonna mm-hmm. go to the wayside. Um, probably by next week, people will uh... already be forgetting it. I mean, um, I know a lot of people... I, I knew a few people that were saying, like, okay, I'll give it a chance. Kind of like you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like, you know, I'll give it a chance. I don't really... I don't want to judge it before I see it. Because, you know, somebody else can always make something cool. Right. Like, it, it's not like only one person can make a good game, so... Um, that kind of attitude. And already you're like, okay, no interest. Yeah. It it's just... Like, <laughs> I mean, it, I went into it going, okay, I, I probably will not buy this game. I mean, mm. the chance of me buying the game was super slim. 
Um, but I went into it look, with an open mind, looking at the environment, looking at you know how the game plays and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it doesn't look terrible. Positives. Yeah, right. it, it doesn't look terrible. That's that's a positive. It doesn't play the worst. It like it could play a lot worse. And mm-hmm. the one point of fun that I did have was getting in a walker. But there's really I I don't know. There's like a limit on that. Like I got in a walker, and mm-hmm. I was shooting the shit out of these zombies that were a much higher level, I guess. They were like 20 or yeah. something. I was like one. Um, I finally took them down, and the walker ran out of ammo. I yeah. was like, oh, okay. So I jumped in the one that was next to it, and then I took that where it needed to go. And, like, a walker can't even survive with a- with ammo, even conserving ammo, can barely survive one round. Holy and there God. can be, like, four or five rounds. Yeah. So if you use it early, you can kind of screw yourself. I don't know. It's there's a lot of, um, I don't know. I I just look at it as like why why was this a needed step? Yeah, I I don't understand. Um, I hear people say that it has like a horror overtone. I'm like, no, it does not. Mm. Um, I mean, it I does have a guy that of it is horror, but it does have one of the guys it. that worked at. Um, that worked on Silent Hills working on this yeah. title. And I think oh, okay. that's where they're getting at. It has this horror overtone, but it really doesn't. Um, the characters look pretty good. Uh, I'll give them that. The character creator was pretty decent. Um, I don't know. Not not great, though. I, I don't recommend it. It's going to be a dry story um, before you even get too far into it anyway. Yeah. Um, from everything that I've read and from everything that I've played, it, it would get old, so... Just thought that was a fun piece of information. uh, Not a great sign. Uh, Definitely not. Um, Okay, so this was something that was kind of just weird and surprising. Um, Sony announced this My PlayStation um, web spot that you can go to. It's like a social Mm -hmm. destination that's supposed to... I don't know if it's supposed to compete with Facebook or, you know, something like that. But it's supposed to be like a social destination that you can go to and you can... um, like chat with friends, uh, yeah, things that you can do with my PlayStation. Find friends, edit your profile, view your friends' trophies, send messages and answer friend requests. Um, but it doesn't have anything that you can really do at all. Like I went there myself, um, mm-hmm. checked out checked out my account, which it pulls your background and your profile pic right from the PlayStation. Um, yeah, like and me. Yep. <laughs> like so. Apparently right now, Felter's over here playing Fallout 4. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Oh, Shannon's probably on. Let's see if Grim changed his. Grim did not change his. But there's nothing you can really do aside from send friends, remove friends, send real name requests, stuff like that. You know, just message, I guess. Yeah, just nothing. Nothing, nothing that you can't do on the app, and then even then, still yeah. nothing else even interesting past that. Right. Yeah, so it's weird. It, I don't understand why they would release it without having the ability to have, like, a chat yeah. feature. Like, a chat feature would be ideal. So I can, like... Like a quickly, messenger type chat. Yeah, like a messenger. That would be nice. Um, right. But, I don't know. Maybe we'll see where this ends up going. I have a feeling that, much like a lot of, um, like, secondary ideas for Sony, uh, this mm-hmm. thing will just end up being shut down in the next, like, year and a half. Yeah, it's, that, that's so. definitely possible. Um, you know, it's it just doesn't have a lot going on. I think they could do something cool if they made like um, 
web portal style games that you could play on there. Yeah. Like, it, it almost turned this into, like, the, uh, the PlayStation Home thing. Okay. Yeah, that you know could I mean? be fun. Make, like, oh, you can still play PlayStation stuff online on your computer while you're, like, dicking around and, like, looking at Pornhub or whatever. <laughs> right. You know? I'm just being real over here. <clears throat> <laughs> got but, that one uh, hand free. One hand free. And you only got to be able to... I mean, realistically, I'm just talking into a mic. I don't need any hands free. He's, okay. Yeah. But, uh... And no one know, knows what he's doing. I don't even know. He has it filtering out the background a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's directional. <laughs> Alright. Just don't um, point at your dick! Don't you dare do that. Don't do it. Also, don't fart on someone else's balls. Ever. Uh, Never do that. Never fart um, on another man's balls. So, one of the other things that it... Man, it's another thing that's like, who the fuck asked for it? Um... Mm-hmm. Not only talking about Final Fantasy earlier, um, are they bringing that demo and the it's it all, all all around? It's for PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation Four. Um, mm. They're bringing out the what is it called? The Royal Edition of Final Fantasy, um, like which comes with all the all the first uh, like first year DLC stuff. Um, They've announced that they're bringing out a... Well, first off, they have a, a roadmap that they're like, okay, so we made um, we made the core game, we made the little bit of extra stuff, and then we made the extra episodes for Gladios, Prompto, mm-hmm. and Ignis. Um, we had one more that we wanted to make, and then while they were making that one more, they realized that there was more that they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So they've said that um, episode Arden will be coming out and that'll be the first one that'll be out uh, in 2018 as well um, they have three more that they want to bring out pushing it into 2019 mm. so this game will have game content coming out throughout this entire year into next year wow um as well with final fantasy 15 release in the royal edition um which, like I said comes with all of the DLC and multiplayer expansions and all that stuff mm-hmm. um it also comes with uh if you pre-order it it comes with a another crossover the first crossover for um oh boy. final fantasy was uh the crossover for was it assassin's creed? creed they had that assassin's creed event at the chocobo festival well Weird. the pc edition uh comes with a half-life pack via the Steam Workshop, uh, features an in-game costume for Noctis based on Gordon Freeman, uh, the star of the legendary Half-Life video game. Um, so it comes with um, the uh, HEV suit, science classes, and the crowbar weapon. Um, that's fucking weird. Just what I've always wanted. It's like, why? Like, why <laughs> is this something that was needed ever This is the in first new Half-Life content in like 10 years. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, and again, go back, go back to our last week's podcast where I questioned if this game should have just been, uh, a mobile game because the mobile pocket edition is more than enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if you haven't played it and you've been itching to play it, just wait a few more days and go pick up the, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the big dick edition comes with all the shit. BDE. Yep. BD, that's gonna be our 
That's gonna be our first. When when we make a game, that's gonna be our first like uh-huh. well, collector's game edition of the year edition. <laughs> um, it comes with a free pair of big dick jeans. Big dick jeans, free ding ding. Free ding dings. Um, cool. Okay, so moving on to uh, EA, they're doing another um, EA Play event, which is basically like um, they just have like a. It's a little bit of a reveal, but it's mostly like a demo opportunity for right. um, people ahead of E3. I feel like they used to do this during E3. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I know they've been like changing the scheduling around. I just don't know how much. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I but yeah, keep that in mind. This, uh, this EA play will take place uh, June 9th to the 11th. E3 itself runs the 12th to the 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, effectively, I imagine other companies will pop in there, um, either before or after uh, EA here, and it's going to extend, you know, our E3 window from, right. you know, now it's the 9th to the 14th. It used to be, like, a weekend thing. Now it's mm-hmm. stretching into a whole week-long thing. Um, right. So, with this, um, you're going to you're supposed to be hearing more about their new... Uh, Battlefield title um, in this event that they're calling the Battlefield Experience. The game doesn't have a name yet. It is supposed to be due out in October. So I imagine we'll get a full reveal. Um, We'll get a very close look at everything that the game will have. Mm -hmm. So I I think that'll be pretty close to done. Um, I don't think it's going to be... I don't think there's going to be much change from what we see at this event until October. Um, As well... You get a good uh, inside look at their next big game from BioWare, Anthem, uh, mm-hmm. as well as EA Classics, Sims 4, uh, tons of EA sports games, I'd imagine, and more. Um, all I want is Skate. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. For me, the same thing. I don't think Anthem is going to grip me. I mean, it's like, you know, a company already got me once on I'm very fucking worried about an Anthem-style yeah. game. Yeah. I don't know. I, That's the I, uh, lesson. Well, I don't know. I'm going to try to give that one the benefit of the doubt. We'll have to see. Yeah. It's not on my radar at all for being one of my most anticipated games. Because I just have a feeling that it's just going to get fucked. Yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those things where it's almost like... Like, I, I don't want to go in assuming it's going to be bad, but how can it not be fucked? Right, like, right. <laughs> Just looking at the circumstances of how it exists, how can it not be fucked? Yeah. And it's, and it, it's not it, a position it, I want to have, you know? What pisses me off is that we just don't know. There's nothing... Right. We, we don't have the information to say that, okay, like, we can jump down from this high tower, and mm-hmm. we can, like, fly around, and we can go from place to place. We don't, but, know, we don't know anything about it, to be honest. But what happens if we take a hard left when, we're go, when they're going straight down to, you know, this point? Are mm-hmm. we even going to be able to control the character when they're falling? Like yeah, we don't. What, like, what this. information do we have other than the little bit of gameplay that they showed off? Mm-hmm. That was obviously very heavily scripted. So, right. um, I, for me, I'm like guards up on this one. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, fair. I'm gonna pay attention and just not pray. Not yeah, not not buy into too much. Yeah, um, definitely safe. <clears throat> and the last little bit of information that we have is comes from the Dice 2018. Uh, awards. Um, there were 
It's basically um, Dice just talking about all of their, uh, like all of their game or all of the um, games in the industry. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Um, yeah, so the Dice Awards, like we were actually talking about this ahead of time too, that it's kind of weird that the uh, like the Dice Awards are super late. Um, all the other award shows have, like, not to say that the other award shows have already been done. Like, the other award shows have been done for more than a month. So it's yeah. kind of unusual that they're they're so late to the game, and then they really don't say anything new. Yeah, it, it is. It's quite literally those exact same games that we had seen mm-hmm. from all of the other big award shows. Um, I mean, in this one, to be honest, there's even less variety than in previous stuff. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a lot of those, like, side, um, mm-hmm. like, side titles or whatever, you know, games that you might not have heard of. The kind of, like, of. indie darlings or... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the Spirit Award went to Snipper Clips, which is a Wii, or, um, a Switch game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lone Echo or Echo Arena, uh, they won quite a few. Um, Strategy Sim went to Mario plus Rabbids yeah. Kingdom Battle. Uh, basically, role-playing game of the year went to Nier. Uh, Automata. Um, hmm. <laughs> Grim just said Cat Quest. Where does Cat Quest fall into this? Did, Got him. Did I, did I miss it? He did! Mobile game of the year, Cat Quest! <laughs> Damn, what the fuck's Cat Quest? Good eye. It's a game that Grim went fucking platinum because he was really into it. He said it was a good game. I don't know. Um, but Nintendo basically did a clean sweep. Um... Mm-hmm games that they did not win uh, the category were games that they didn't have games in that category. <laughs> um, like, honestly, like, Family Game of the Year went to Snipper Clips. Um, Adventure Game of the Year went to Breath of the Wild. Hmm. Um, Action Game of the Year went to Players uh, Unknown Battlegrounds because okay, Nintendo yeah. didn't have a horse in that race. Um, not really. Oh, Outstanding Technical Achievement went to Horizon. So they okay. did lose that okay. one. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Achievement in Story went to Horizon, which I don't know. I think that's a toss-up between Horizon and Hellblade. Um, yeah, well, I think, I, yeah, that one's tough. I don't know. I, may, maybe not, but um, I, well, I think Hellblade should have it. <laughs> uh, sound design went to Super Mario Odyssey for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, original music composition, Cuphead. Uh, Hellblade did win outstanding achievement in character, of course. I mean, yeah. that was one of the craziest that one's characters. Tough that was tough not to. Really yeah. good. Um, art direction went to Cuphead, like hands down. Cuphead also won in animation. Uh, their animation and their uh, art direction, uh, mind blowing. If Gave you me have an art it, erection. Yeah, that that game's like boner fuel. It's yeah. <laughs> like it's so crazy looking. Um, outstanding achievement in game direction and design went to Breath of the Wild, as well as Game of the Year, Breath of the Wild. Um, so Nintendo took, like, 60% right. of the awards from the DICE Awards this year. Um, and it just adds another Game of the Year to Breath of the Wild's um, mm-hmm. repertoire. Uh, which I'm glad, I know I'm glad you, somebody finally talked about that game, because I didn't hear anything about it. We for... didn't hear anything about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they, they did a yeah. clean sweep of the entire year. Pretty much. And, I don't know. Um, we gave our awards to very different games, so if you'd like to check yeah. that out, go check out our uh, end of the year. I think it was our end of the year podcast. Yeah, um, part of that is just because I'm a contrarian, but still. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there were games that, like, there was a game I went into the year knowing that I was going to be um, a big fan of, and mm-hmm. um, then I didn't, I didn't get, I did it wasn't that game necessarily, but oh, um, yeah, it was yeah, my runner-up, so, um, yeah. yeah, go check all that out, um, but I think <laughs> that is all we have for you guys today. As always, if you get the chance, head on over to facebook.com backslash Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares. You can chat with us on the daily. And, um, you know, just check out ch- uh, check out all the all the stuff that we talk about here. It's kind of like uh, like pre-gaming. <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> you is. can kind um, of like get an idea of what we're going to talk about and then have your arguments ready or your, you know, you can be ready in the chat with uh, yeah. your rebuttals. We like to share and talk about a lot of stuff uh, kind of as it's coming up. So, right. um, that's definitely like a good way to, um, like you said, kind of pregame or, you know, if you know that you're going to be super excited for, you know, XYZ, it's a good way to check it out. Right. Cool. And then, of course, uh, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live, do stuff like this. Uh, check out all of our like live podcasts and stuff like that, too. Um, but yeah, that is it for episode 29. Thank you guys for hanging out. Um, until next week, I'm Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one, guys.